Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 57, Be Like a Cup of Tea. I have a confession to make. I recorded this episode twice already, gave it different titles, was going in kind of different directions, and I deleted, you can call it Dirty Delete, twice. And I want to explain why. I kind of want to explain where my head was last week when I originally recorded this. I lost three very significant people in my life in the course of four weeks. One was on March 4th. Um, Four weeks later, on Easter Sunday, I lost um, my aunt, who I'm extraordinarily close with. And then the day of her funeral, I lost my father. And granted, these were all expected losses because all three of these precious people have been suffering um, health issues for quite some time, but very, very um, sad and tragic nonetheless. And so last week, when all of this craziness was going on, I had to help my family plan my my aunt's funeral and then at the same time saying goodbye to my father who I wasn't really that close to um but still it's a parent and it's a significant loss i probably was just trying to grapple with everything because on the flip side things were actually going really well for work so i have two businesses And this podcast had reached a huge milestone. I hit 10,000 followers. So for some reason, that really kind of had a spotlight to be sort of shined on what am I doing with this thing? Oh my gosh, people are really starting to listen. And sort of this not freak out moment, but again, like kind of like heightened what on earth And so I sort of went out there and I looked at the people that I follow, the podcasts that I listen to, and I noticed with one of them, and I don't even want to mention the name and get involved in that controversy. I know I did on the other episode, so if you heard, you know who I'm talking about. But I noticed that one of them was in the midst of this, I guess, terrible controversy. And so I thought, well, my gosh. I don't want to I don't want to find myself like that and what on earth is going on. And so again, I think a lot of this was heightened by going through the processing that we go through when we experience significant loss in our life and then we have to deal with the other areas of our life. And so <clears throat> I did these two podcast episodes because I felt like I had something to say. And then I went ahead and pulled them back and decided, let me actually put a little bit more thought into this. Because what am I really trying to say? Because to be quite honest, this episode is more for me than it is for you. And I needed to do this episode. I needed to be a little bit more real and honest and vulnerable. And the reason I decided to record it and make it into a podcast and not take it to my therapist or, you know, friends or whatever, is because I thought, you know what, maybe something that I'm going to say in this episode can help somebody else who's 
struggling in different areas of their lives. And I prayed about it. I really kind of put it out there like, what what should I do with all of this? So as I fumble through all of that, I started to think, how do I express what I'm going through? What is the best thing that I can use to express this to get my point across? And so I thought about a cup of tea and go with me on this a little bit. I want to talk about tea in this episode because if we look at our life, we can take some of the attributes that a cup of tea have and apply those to our life. So that's what I would like to do in this episode because again, I have these sort of highs and lows and I'm trying to navigate and figure out where my fork in the road, which path am I going to take in these different areas, whether they be personal, with family, or with work. So let's talk about tea. The very first thing that I want to share about a cup of tea is this. It's okay to not be everyone's cup of tea. Now, when I was watching this controversy play out with this significant figure in social media and the sort of self-help world, you know, business, small business help, empowerment, women's empowerment um, figure, I couldn't help but think about what happened to me on the first day of eighth grade. And again, if you've heard this before, just you can fast forward if you want, but here is what happened in eighth grade. Leading up to eighth grade, I'm a natural people pleaser. It just, I think I was born being a people pleaser. And when I was in junior high, I wanted to fit in just like most kids do, right? But I was so desperate about it that I did things. My my family couldn't afford the clothes that were the most popular. So I would do things like drawing on my shoes, drawing labels on my shoes to try to match the popular shoes of the time, thinking I was fooling people. I mean, I was really making myself a target. And um, I also shared that I was actually born blind in my right eye. So I have a lazy eye. That's pretty significant. And so I was dealing with all of that in junior high, all that super awkwardness, trying to fit in, having something that was very noticeable and that people are, you know, would point out, kids would point out, make fun of me. And I just, I just was, I was just like a hot little mess back in seventh grade, to be quite honest. And so the first day of eighth grade, I went up to the kids in the courtyard and I was trying to say hello to the kids that I thought were my friends and everybody kept turning their back on me. And so I had no idea what was going on. And I just kind of stood there alone and caught the attention of someone who was brave enough to come over to me and say, hey, let me tell you what's going on. Everybody, apparently the entire group of kids or almost the entire group of kids going from seventh to eighth grade, got together over the summer, made a list of who they were not, everyone was not allowed to be friends with for eighth grade that were so, so um, terrible, so egregious, whatever, that 
there was a list and there were not that many on the list. There were like seven to 10 kids, but guess whose name was on that list? Mine. So basically she was just sort of letting me know that, you know what? I am, people cannot be seen talking to me basically. And I was stunned as you can imagine as someone who tried so desperately and so hard to fit in. So anyway, that's when I learned it's okay to not be everyone's cup of tea. So fast forward to the lunchroom and you can imagine, you know, the majority of the eighth graders have the majority of the lunch tables. And then we get left, those of us on the quote unquote list, get left with one table over to the side and probably not because they wanted us to have a table, probably because they were told they have to give up one table to to other kids by the staff and the teachers. So at this table, I sat for eighth grade. And at first, again, I was embarrassed. I felt I was hurt. I went through all of those emotions and sitting at that table. But then I started to realize that the other people at that table were kids I actually kind of liked. These were kids that were, one of them in particular, like knew what she wanted to do. She wanted to be a fighter pilot in the Air Force. When she grew up in, I'll just to give you uh, a time frame, this is 8990. Um, and then another girl who I actually thought was pretty cool. She was, um, she was relegated to our table probably because she like pissed somebody off during the summer or whatever. So But the one thing that I realized is that there is significant value in not being everybody's cup of tea. And that's what I have learned and have tried to apply it to the rest of my life. So when I'm going through an experience like I went through last week, where I'm like, holy smokes, I hit 10,000 downloads on this podcast that is can be a little clumsy. It's not well produced. I freely admit I produce it. I don't know how to take it to the next level. I'm trying to learn. I am self-taught. I'm like drawing the, the labels on my shoes, trying to fit in. I was able to take a step back to say, you know what? I'm okay sitting at that table. I'm, I'm okay sitting at the eighth grade table. Because it is not in my nature ever since that experience to want to fit in with the masses. I'm okay not appealing to everybody. I'm okay not being everyone's cup of tea. Because when you're not everyone's cup of tea, you kind of get a front row seat like I did with this major influencer to what happens when you try to appeal to the masses. And I am so grateful for witnessing that because what I really want to do is appeal to the people that I have a message, that need to hear my message. Because like I said, I deleted this episode twice already. I don't want to go out there. I don't want to be super vulnerable. And I know that people review. And I also get very nervous because we live in this review economy, they call it. And that the more people I reach, the more haters that come out, the more trolls, 
the more people that say, you know what, I'm going to give you, I don't like how you said this on that episode. I'm going to give you one or two stars for this or that because that's what we're encouraged to do, right? We're encouraged to just pick each other apart. And I know that the more reach this podcast gets, that the more likely that is to happen. So I've actually decided to not ask for reviews. If you feel compelled to leave a review, good, bad, or in between, more power to you. But my purpose for this podcast episode is to reach the people that want to hear my message. If that is three people or 30 people or 3 million people, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but at least my message is meant for them. It's not meant for the masses because let me tell you also what I learned in eighth grade and by watching this major influencer out there on social media. You will be loved by the masses one day and then you are relegated to my table the very next. I mean, people will turn on you in an absolute instance. And you know what? If you, whatever you're doing in your life, realize that you are not everyone's cup of tea, you were not created to be everyone's cup of tea, then that is okay. Just accept it. People are going to say things about you no matter what. And the more you're out there and the more you put yourself out there, yeah, the, the more they'll kind of come after you a little bit. And that's okay. That's okay if you kind of keep some blinders on with that and just say, you know what? My message wasn't meant for you and I am not everyone's cup of tea. All right. Do you know what else happens when it comes to being a cup of tea? I want you to think about this for a second. When you take a tea bag, so my husband is half English. So his mother born and raised in England. I never had the the privilege of meeting her. She passed away years before my husband and I met. But I know his friends, his family from England. We have some wonderful friends from England. So I did learn the proper way how of how to make a cup of tea. And I am a coffee drinker. I've always tried to be a tea drinker. The only tea I really like is green tea. But I, over the years of having this exposure to the English culture, have learned that you can easily dilute tea. Like there's a, there's a, there's a um, ratio of water, hot water to tea bags. And I will be honest, I don't make it all properly all the time. So, Um, but if you put too much water on a tea bag, then it absolutely dilutes the tea. And that is the next lesson that I want to talk about. We get so diluted. And I want you to look at your life as I am now looking at mine and saying, where are the areas where I'm too diluted? And because I like to be honest with you guys, I'll say one of those areas is with family. I feel very stretched very thin when it comes to family. I still have a young, uh, two of my kids are still at home from school. Um, One's attending college from home and the other one, we attempted a year of homeschooling, which I'm, I'll be honest, I cannot wait for him to go back to, to traditional school. 
and then trying to help again with these um, losses, significant losses in our family. I feel very stretched then. I have to be very aware of my tone (laughs) when talking to my family. My patience is very worn then. I feel very diluted. I love my family. I'm not saying that family shouldn't come first or anything like that, but my whole life recently has been all about family. I've been going from family to work. And so I have a wonderful, wonderful support system in friendships. And so I look forward to kind of getting back to spending time with friends again to kind of balance that out. I have other areas of my life, some social and hobby that I really want to get back to and just kind of enjoy life. So if you've heard me talk about the seven time buckets, this is what I'm talking about. We, a lot of times, fill our life with a lot of different areas. And what actually is happening is that we're putting too much of our time in a few areas of our life. When in reality, our life should be made up and we should be kind of rotating our time, not equally per se, but doing a rotation through what I call seven time buckets. And those seven buckets are home, work, family, financial, physical health, social hobby, and quiet time. Now, quiet time, I've always added in there because we need this. And that was one of the promises I made to myself starting out this week. I'm way behind with some of my work stuff. And I told myself, hey, I'm going to actually make it a priority to do quiet time every single day. So even though my sleep schedule was off a little bit over the past few weeks, I'm actually getting back to that, waking back up super early in the morning, 5.30, getting up and making sure that part of my morning is just having that quiet time for myself. And I need that to in, in order to process, in order to heal from the losses that I'm going through. And so it doesn't matter where you are in life, give yourself the gift of some quiet time. And I've said it many times before, I have wonderful friends who are very devout Bible readers um, or religious studies or people who meditate or people who do yoga. And I've always joked that sometimes my quiet time is sitting in a chair and staring at the wall because I just need, I just need a quiet. That's literal. I just need quiet. I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to hear anything. I just need to be alone for a few minutes. So whatever that means to you and however you can get it, make sure that you're kind of going through this rotation through your life. Take a bird's eye view of where you need to spend a little bit more time and try to create that for you. Don't dilute yourself. Don't stretch yourself so thin in just a couple of areas of your life. Remember, you are a whole person. Again, talking to myself on this. Okay. The next thing when it's life and I want you to be like a cup of tea. I want you to marvel. And I love this word. I even love the word marvel, but tea is a marvel. And so when I was outlining this, I was thinking about tea and I want to drink more tea than I actually do. 
I am a sucker for going to one of those fancy tea shops and totally getting suckered in to a tea shop. So I want you to be like tea by marveling at yourself like I marvel at tea. And how do I marvel at tea? Well, this is how I marvel at tea. I will be walking past one of those fancy tea shops and they'll offer like the little samples and I'm a sucker. I'm like, all right, cool. And they'll say, this one has XYZ benefits and this one has these benefits and come on inside and the just aroma of the tea shop pulls me inside and then I am sucked in and I will buy $30 worth of tea that I will never drink. It's always a loose tea leaf and I I don't even I don't even have anything at home to make um loose tea with because I'm too cheap to buy like the little accoutrements that go along with tea. But I do get suckered in and I think oh I'll just find something cheap at like Target or Amazon or whatever. So anyway, I get pulled into these tea shops by the aroma, by the promise of all of these wonderful benefits if I start drinking tea. And what I love about tea and how I marvel at it and how I want you to marvel at your own life and your own self is to look at the uniqueness. If you look at these loose leaf teas and you were to, or open a tea bag and pour the tea into your hand, you would notice that all of those little tiny tea leaves are not the same. They're not uniform. They're different shades. They're different colors. They're different shapes. They're different sizes as we all are in this life. And so marvel at the uniqueness. Also, what brings me in are all the benefits. Like like I said, I'm a sucker. They're like, this one will help you sleep. This one will give you a natural boost of energy. This one will help with stress. And I'm like, sold, 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 right? So what are your benefits? What, are, what do you offer? What benefits do you offer others? What makes you unique? And marvel at that. And on that note, when it comes to tea, let's talk about how you like to serve it. Do you or how you like to drink it? Do you like cream and sugar or maybe some lemon or to have your your tea straight? There is no right or wrong way with tea. And I learned this again from my husband's English family and our friends. I thought I'm so intimidated to make any of them tea because I feel like there is a right and wrong way. Even though they always tell me there is no right or wrong way, I know that there is a right or wrong way, right? So I let them, I have the ingredients, I have the little tea bags and the little cute little ceramic pot. And we've even bought the electric kettle to warm up the water. So when they come to our house, I just sort of like smile and hand them all the different elements to make their tea. And they assure me, oh, there is no right or wrong way to drink your tea. And again, that's something that we can apply to our life, especially when we're marveling at it, when we are able to look at our life as a whole, again, take that bird's eye view. And who are we? What is our purpose? What do we want to be doing on this? What benefits do we want to offer others? 
and remind ourselves that no way, no matter how we serve ourselves, how we serve others, that there is not a right or wrong way to do so. Some people like it with cream and sugar, others like it with just some lemon, and others will just have it straight up. So there is no right or wrong way, and don't ever stop marveling at yourself. All right, lastly, this is a big one. I want you to savor every sip. How do you savor every sip out of your life? How are you like that cup of tea? Well, life gives us, if you were to look at it and you were like, life gives us one cup of tea, how are we going to savor it? Well, applying that to life, here's how I believe we savor every sip. We plan. This is one of the biggest things I have learned in my life is planning each and every day. Again, I am so passionate about this. I have my time management journal online course on my website and I talk about this super passionately. You have got to plan every single day. And I help you plan by taking a bird's eye view at these seven time buckets. Just like I'm kind of going through in my life saying, okay, I love my family. My family is everything to me. But in order to just have a little bit of relief and and quite honestly, to be able to process the grief, I have to take a step back and focus on some other areas in my life too. I have to go back and meet some of my friends for a cup of coffee Um, I have to have some quiet time. I need to double check my budget, make sure we're on track with our finances. I need to get out there and start moving my body, making sure I'm taking care of my own physical health and well-being and making sure my home. I mean, after you can imagine we're hosting we always were the hosters of the family so we always have people stay with us and so I just took it off my plate and said you know what my house is how it is the boat the vacuum cleaner broke right before everyone came so I didn't get a chance to vacuum I had to take it to go get it fixed real quick um and then was able to vacuum after everyone had already arrived but it just was what it was and that is okay. So I just promised myself, you know what, once everyone leaves, it's time to get back into some of our house routines and focus on the home. But that's how we plan our life. We wake up and we decide what are the areas we're going to focus on today. And if we want to be super productive, then we have a productive day and focus on those areas. If we need some rest and some relaxation or just to unwind and not care what's going on in the world, it's okay to plan that in your day too. So savor every sip by planning your time. Be purposeful. Remember you are unique. Marvel at your uniqueness. Marvel at all the ways that you were created and put on this earth. Don't worry about being everyone's cup of tea. I know, easier said than done. Trust me, I get it. I I cringe every time I get an email from somebody 
and they want to talk about my podcast, it is really hard to put yourself out there. But if you go out and say, you know what, hey, this is just who I am. This is what my message is. These are the benefits that I can offer. This is what I feel like my purpose is. It'll help. It'll help with some of those insecurities a little bit. But thank you all so much. Thank you for your patience with this um, episode 57. I had a lot to say. I hope you're understanding if you did listen to the previous two episodes, I just needed to process it all and and um, needed to get it done, get it out there. So I hope you have learned some ways to be like a cup of tea in this episode. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on the One Organized Mama podcast. <music>